welcome my friends to this fine radio program known as Smoking and Toasting. It is all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars. Welcome to show number 72. Oh, wow. This is, yeah, can you believe we've done this many shows? Are you guys going to do a big special on the 100th oh, show? When we hit 100, it's just going to be it's just going to be debauchery. That's when okay. you go into syndication. Right, so we go yeah. into syndication, you bring in <laughs> strippers, you do the whole thing. That's what it'll be. I just uh, want to know if there's going to be cake and can I come? Yes, absolutely. You're, okay. you're all invited. Uh, welcome to show number 72. Today's show will be our Light Beer Blind Taste Test 2.0. And my name is Cruz. Uh, my co-host, Ian Barry, is still on assignment. But the good news, folks, is Ian will be back next week. Yay! Yay! All right. So I'm missing my buddy, so I'm really glad to have him back uh, next week. In the meantime, I have asked a couple of other friends and uh, uh, Houston radio personalities of note uh, to join me for the Light Beer Taste Test 2.0. Returning from Light Beer <laughs> uh, Blind Taste Test the first yes. is the one and only Maria Todd. Maria, how are you? I am fine and happy I didn't get washed away on the first test. So, yes, I am yes, back for this yes. one this year. Now, you <laughs> mentioned that you had been eating crow for a year because you picked yes. uh, because you picked Miller Lite as your number and one And I scored light it higher than Bud Light. And I yeah. swear to God, whenever I go anywhere, I order Bud Light. Bud yeah. Light, Bud Light, Bud That's Light. That's been your light beer, That has right? been, yes, my go-to. So... Me scoring Miller Lite higher was just blew me away. It's like right. all this time I thought I didn't like it, and then my brother's laughing at me because that's always <laughs> been his go-to. So he's just like, ha, 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 I told you it tastes better. Well, also <laughs> joining us today, uh, another Houston radio personality of note, uh, formerly with, um, oh, half a dozen. Uh, well, you didn't work for half a dozen. You worked for uh, for Z107. You worked Z107. For, you worked for The Buzz. Then we turned into The Buzz. And then you were at? Um, we launched 103.7. 103. Yes. Houston's so, AAA, which was a lot of fun. Mr. Steve Robinson. Hello. Yes. Program director and and uh, radio personality. So one of the reasons I wanted both of you guys to be here uh, for this show, it's it's a known fact that Ian and I, we, we own up to this, we're beer snobs, right? Yes, you are. We are. We are beer snobs. And so uh, I thought that when we're doing the light beer blind taste test, it would be important to get some people on here who are not beer snobs who drink light beer on a, a semi-regular basis, or at least, you know, that would be uh, likely to be one of your beers of choice on, right. on a normal thing. And uh, I think that's important to see how that perspective, as we do the tasting, differs a little bit, or doesn't, from uh, <laughs> from a beer snobs uh, tasting. So, well. uh, so last time we had two beer snobs and Maria, yes, and this time we have one beer snob and the two of you. So I'll I think be happy to give you the Poe Folks recommendation. <laughs> 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 well, we will look forward to that. There's uh, there's a lot going on. By the way, our program is brought to you by B&B Butchers and Restaurant there at 1814 Washington Ave in Houston and in the shops at Clear Fork in Fort Worth. Uh, once Ian returns, we will be uh, planning our road trip date to uh, go and do a live show from the brand new, uh, newly open Fort Worth location. Oh, so we're nice. Looking, we're looking forward to that. Uh, also want to thank uh, Trey Boring, who was our uh, special guest last week. Uh, he is nothing like his name. He was a very interesting <laughs> man. Uh, uh, he is with Cigar Rights of America. He was on last week, gave us a lot of really uh, pertinent and interesting information about the legal fights in Washington, D.C. that are going on right now over regulating cigars and what it means and how you can get involved and help. And we encourage you to Google Cigar Rights of America and uh, and go back and listen to last week's show if you missed it, because uh, if you are a cigar smoker or a pipe smoker, uh, you you know, your rights are being um, adjusted 
and you need to have a say in that. Wow. So, uh, so that's a very important, uh, very important thing. Now, if Ian were on the show, as he will be again back next week, he would ask me about now if I'd smoked anything interesting in the last week. And so, Cruz, have you smoked anything Thank interesting? Thank you, Maria. I appreciate you stepping up there. That's, uh, you know, I have to admit, you didn't say it with quite the same grin on your face that Oh, Ian you want does. a little more gusto? Yeah, a little more gusto. Have you smoked anything interesting this See, week? See, that's pretty See, good. Steve's that's pretty got good. it. That's pretty good. If you grow a beard, you could pass one. I, think. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually smoke an interesting cigar uh, this week. I smoked the Gilberto Oliva Reserve Blanc Churchill. Now, Oliva is, I think, one of the most respected uh, cigar uh, companies out there, one of the most respected cigar brands. We've had their representative on uh, before when we did a live show from uh, down in League City, and um, this is their latest release. They don't release a whole lot of cigars, but this is their latest one. They released it just this last year, and it features an Indonesian Sumatra wrapper, an Ecuadorian binder, and filler from Nicaragua. Uh, the pre-light on this, that first, you know, just smelling the tobacco, very rich, a little bit spicy. What I loved so much about this cigar and I'm going to give this, I'll, I'll just give this away now. I'm going to give this a very high rating. Construction on this thing was superb. I smoke so many cigars that are really, really good, but they don't smoke arrow straight. You have to touch them up a little bit as they right. go. And one side burns and canoes a little bit uh, faster than the other one. This one just smoked absolutely perfectly. It was almost like when you see an ad in a cigar magazine for a cigar and, and it's, you know, the ash part is just perfectly round. Right. That's what this one, that's how this one smoked. It was wonderful. Uh, Sumatra wrappers are usually a little bit mellow, but this one was not at all. It was medium or medium full uh, from the first puff. Very earthy aromas, hints of leather and spice, beautifully complex, kind of toasty, and a very reasonable cigar at about 6 to $7, depending on where you get it. So we do a thing, guys, that Ian and I do, we call price to quality. And what that means is, like, based on what you paid for it, how does this rank? And so a perfect score, meaning you get exactly what you paid for, would right. be a five. Okay. Uh, and then less, it, so it's a one to 10 scale. Uh, so I'm going to give this one a seven, which means was substantially better than what I paid for. Wow. This would This would easily have been um, a five had it been maybe a ten or eleven dollar cigar but it wasn't it was a it was a six seven dollar cigar so got to give it a high ranking so price to quality is well, a I seven think you need to give the name so. out again too uh, yes absolutely <laughs> and it's a little bit confusing name it it's uh, so Oliva is the cigar company, but they've named this new line Gilberto Oliva, which is one of the members of the Oliva family that this is named after. And it's the Gilberto Oliva Reserve Blanc. And this one was a Churchill size. So I'm going to write was, that down. It was very good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys have got your, your pens and paper because we're going to be doing this, uh, this, this little uh, blind taste test. And the way this thing is going to work is that uh, in the uh, in the next few segments, we'll be doing samples of four beers per segment. Now, uh, Adam, who's on the wheels of steel here, will be pouring the beers for us and not telling us what we're tasting. So he's going to mix them up in whatever order he wants to. Right? So this is going to be a really blind oh, taste test. Total, total blind. And this is the way okay. we did the last one. So, yeah. so they'll they'll be handed over. We'll sip a little bit of each one. We'll talk about what it tastes like, what the flavors are, and, and what have you. And four per segment. And then by the time the segment ends. We want to rank which of those four were our favorite and two, three, and four okay. of those four. Then and only then will he tell us the name of, <laughs> of what each beer was. Basically, then and only then will he crush our souls. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
<laughs> we, you're just afraid you're going to really like Natty Light or something. I am. I know it's going to be. Well, you know what? Like I said, the Pope folks' perspective. Yeah, well, this tastes familiar. Actually, actually, we don't have Natty Light today. One of the reasons we decided to do this again and do 2.0 was because after we did the first one, uh, we started getting a lot of email and, and uh, different notes on the Facebook page and what have you from people saying, hey, why didn't you test this one? What about this light beer? What about oh. that one? So we realized there were a whole lot more. So I've actually been uh, going as I've as I've been, uh, you know, in, in a few spots around the country uh, this year. I've picked up some that I don't think you could get here locally. I was just about to say to you, so. some of these are probably regional because I yes. know there were certain beers that I grew up with yes. that they kind of sold right around. Yes, that's right. And I'm from Buffalo, New York, originally. Great place to be from. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> um, great they, place to not be right now. Yes. Yeah. So. They did sell quite a few beers that were just you could just get right mm-hmm. around that area. And that's gotten to be an even bigger thing with the craft beer explosion, right. too, because so many of the smaller breweries and even microbreweries, uh, so many of them are opening now just almost as a tap room, mm-hmm. and here's our beers. And if they get good enough response, then maybe they'll try to get in some local stores. That's right. The, that's kind of it's kind of the latest trend in 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 craft brewing. So um, it's uh, it, it's gotten to be a very regional thing. So I have I have a few that I was able to bring back and mix in here that are uh, regional, and so that should be interesting. But mostly there were just a lot of different light. But we did a dozen light beers last time. I remember. And uh, so, so does my liver. So we'll have a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a dozen this time. And as I believe I mentioned, I brought back. And maybe I mentioned this before the show. I don't know, but we brought back Bud Light and Miller Light <laughs> as that'll be the control element because those were both in the first right. uh, one. So we put both of them back into there. Only you won't know obviously which when is you're which. getting to them and, and when you're drinking them. But that's the way that it'll work. Uh, we also will do a little tequila tasting. I hope I can uh, talk you guys into doing just a little little taste of tequila here. Okay, because I brought the uh, the uh, Paul Zaveda. Um, the, I'm sorry, the Pepe Zaveda Z Añejo Tequila, which is out of Austin. Now, they're based in Austin. It's obviously made in Jalisco in Mexico. But uh, this is an Austin-based tequila company. And uh, I don't know. This just looked delicious. So <laughs> so we'll, we'll sample well, a little bit of that. Judging by the bottle, yes. I don't know. Steve, will you do a little tequila? Let's see how the beer goes okay, first. <laughs> Get a couple beers to me. You never know yeah, what's going to happen. We're going to be calling uh, Ubers. Forget uh, it. We're <laughs> just... Well, that's that's a very important thing to uh, to do. Actually, it's it's very important. By the way, just wanted to recognize um, there's a new FDA suit over cigars. There's there's so much going on, and we had Trey Boring on the show last week who gave us an update. Since Trey was here, uh, a complaint was filed actually last Friday by a retailer in Dallas called Enfuego Tobacco Shop, and our friend Manny at El Cubano Cigars in League City, where we've done the show live. Right. We've had Manny on, and he's talked tobacco with us. And the Texas Cigar Merchants Association, they have filed suit against the FDA. And again, it's all over this same legislation, but their suit is specifically about the packaging regulation. Because if this legislation becomes law, every cigar, every premium cigar, you would have to have a sticker on it that is at least one-third the size of the cigar. That is the warning, the health warning sticker. Wait, it would be on each cigar, on not on each, the cigar package, but on, on the each box. individual cigar. Yeah, not on the box, but on the packaging for the cigar. So one of the first things is there's a number of cigars that don't even come in cellophane wrapper. They right. come just un- unwrapped inside yeah. the box. So where are you going to put a warning label on that? You can't stick it to the tobacco. So anyway, these guys are, are uh, involved in another suit, so we wish them well, and we'll keep you posted on how that thing is going. All right, it's smoking and toasting. It's craft beer, fine spirits, and hand rolls 
cigars when we return in segment number two light beer blind taste test 2.0 will begin <laughs> all right <laughs> you guys are ready yes <laughs> Welcome back, my friends. It's Smoking and Toasting. It's show number 72, the Light Beer Blind Taste Test 2.0. And we're just about to kick that bad boy off. We do want to um, let you know that Ian is on assignment. He's been gone for several weeks, but he will be back next week. So I'm very excited about my buddy coming home. So, and I'm sure I have plenty yes. of stories when he gets back. I am sure he will. <laughs> you know, Ian always has stories. Yeah. That's it's one whether thing or not he can tell them on this podcast one, or not. Yeah, that's one thing I can always count <laughs> Even on. Even if control. they're made up, they're still good yeah. stories. <laughs> so, so I was talking to him last week. I go, buddy, we're going to do the light beer blind taste test without you. And he's like, Got a little choked up over it, actually. So. <laughs> he was really good at this last year. <laughs> he really was. He really was. But again, he and I are the beer snobs. So, and uh, if you just joined us, uh, we have I, I, I'm the local beer snob, but I brought two non-beer snobs uh, on. And, and let me just ask you before we start, what would, like what light beer would you be most likely to drink? You've said for you it would be Bud Light, right, yes. Maria? And what about you, Steve? Coors Light. Coors Light would be yeah. your choice. Okay, mm-hmm. so so there we go. It's just perfect. So we have a couple of people who are not beer snobs at all. Now we'll be doing the tasting, and we'll see how we go. And uh, we're ready for beer number one. So okay. it's already good. Now, uh, let me explain how we're doing this for those who are listening but not watching. Adam, who is our uh, producer of the show, Adam Andrews, uh, has been pouring these down under the counter so we can't see... <laughs> So we can't That's so professional, too. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. He pours his, the little samples down under the counter. We're going to taste four of these per segment in the next three segments. And uh, we don't know what these are, but after we comment on them and then put the four from each segment kind of in order of how we like them, then he will reveal what each one was. So this is our first blind taste test beer. Okay. Take a uh, take a sniff and uh, and take a sip. It's a lovely bouquet. It is a lovely <laughs> It is a lovely bouquet. And, you know, it's funny also doing this in the winter when you think about heavier beers. These light beers, I think of more for the summer. But uh, Maria must like this when she just downed the whole cup. <laughs> it was cold. Yes, that's hopefully. It's cold and free. It's beautiful. That's hopefully right. These, hopefully these will all be cold. Okay, now I find that kind of interesting. It does have, one of the things we talked about last time is that some of the beers just didn't have that much flavor. This one does have a nice little flavor yeah. on the aftertaste that's maybe a little... Lemony. I know we said lemon pledge last time for uh, for, we need uh, more lemon for Bud Light Lime. This doesn't necessarily. It's not quite. It's not quite that strong or medicine-y tasting. But there is a little bit of a. Do you? There's detect, a brightness. Is it, is it lemon? Is that what I'm getting in there? What do you think, Maria? I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's lemon, but but it's just very distinctive. I yes, mean, I, there's a very distinct. I don't want to say aftertaste because aftertaste has negative connotations. Right, but, but I want to say it finishes. The, the finish, yes, with yes. a very. Like a brightness that's a like bright- saying, which which makes you think citrus all the time. I thought it was pretty refreshing. Yeah, I, I would say I that. would drink this again. I probably drink it all the time and just don't know it. Have <laughs> <laughs> some beer that I order all the time, just all don't right. know. So that's light beer number one. Now light beer number two is a little darker, a darker color. This looks more amber-ish, I guess, mm-hmm. more like an amber ale. And I'm not getting much on the nose before the tasting. Maybe I know. Last time I did this, I actually inhaled some beer, and that didn't work out so well. But uh, but let's see on on the tasting. This is beer number two. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> we both uh, had the same reaction. Hmm. Maria, you're kind of making a face actually I, at this one. I know. I'm almost making bitter beer face. I don't know. I like the first one better, and I and I admit that in a light beer, I liked it to be 
light. Like I mm-hmm. want it to be refreshing. I don't want it to weigh me down. I guess. I uh, I actually kind of like this. It's got. But this it, is up your alley, it, though, right? I know the beers you like. It, it so. takes me. It takes me a moment or two to kind of like adjust to this flavor, especially after drinking one that was so sort of crisp and 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 light before. But this one gives me a little more flavor, so I'm going to say I like that one quite a bit. Hmm. Hmm. Again, I'm kind of a weenie when it comes to beers. I like light beers, so yep. this is a little heavy for it's me. It's a little heavy for yeah. a light beer for you. Okay, good. This is uh, this is all proceeding exactly as it should, I think. <laughs> and I hate to be sexist here, but I kind of feel like uh, that was more like more men would like that beer so than women would like it. So you think it's more of a, a, a man's it's beer? It's more of a man uh, beer. More of well, a man in that beer. case, I like it a lot. It's a, <laughs> it's a manly beer. <laughs> Of course. So Steve, Steve just moved this one to number yes. one. Uh, all right, that was beer number two. This is uh, beer number three. This is back now to a lighter, lighter color. color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This can actually be a little confusing. This light beer uh, taste test challenge. Hmm. Mm. Now this, I will say, is pretty refreshing. Yeah. But I'm getting maybe. Maybe it's because it just came after that other one, but I'm getting just like less flavor. Maybe it's more definitely no aftertaste. It's yeah. kind of just it finishes pretty crisp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's almost flat. <laughs> That's interesting. It is not as fizzy as the other two were, is it? Uh, hmm. So again, I'm giving you the pole folks perspective. I don't know all the terms. <laughs> all I can tell you is mm. it's not like bad. it or not. Is what it- all right, all right. And uh, so here comes beer number four for this segment. Okay. And again, we'll do four beers per segment. Then we'll, you know, we'll talk about each one as we taste, and then we'll rank them individually, and then we'll find out what they are. So uh, this one is also fairly light in color, kind of a straw color. I'm not getting a lot on the nose, but definitely a different taste. Wow, that's different than the last one. Almost a little sour compared to yeah. the others. Do, do you get detect that at all? Mm. It tastes like there's a lot of booze in this. <laughs> I'm serious. Like there's, a, it's almost like a mixed drink. <laughs> it does. It, it does taste. Okay. Like, uh, so, so whatever, whatever it, this is, it's a cocktail of beers, according to yeah. Steve. That's what. Well, it's, I'll give it credit for having flavor because mm. it's definitely something there. It's, so it's not just a watery. Uh, Light beer, but I'm not sure how much I like the flavor. I'm gonna uh, lots of it, but not not a good thing. Hmm. Okay. All right, so mm. I am going to now rank the beers in order of how much I liked them, and um, that was pretty easy for me to decide on that round. And then um, then once we reveal which ones we like the the most and the least. Uh, then Adam will reveal to us which uh, what these are. So, so Steve, I see you're done. Yes. All right. What uh, what was your which of the four did you rank? Uh, did you rank highest? My favorite actually was the third one. The third one. Interesting. Yes. Okay. So you ranked that number one, and mm-hmm. then then I went with number one. So you went uh, I three, went one, two, four, two, four. How about you, Maria? Oh my God, Our, Steve and I are very similar. Except I thought the first beer I tasted was the one I liked the best. Yeah. So one was one. But then the set my beer number two was three. <laughs> it was the second one that I liked, and then two and four. 
So it's like Steve and I kind of flipped the. We need to, to hang out more. First. We yeah, should. Yeah. We could go drinking. Uh, I went with number two, the one that you guys probably guessed I would I would mm-hmm. like the most. That was the one that I felt like had the most flavor. Number two was my first, followed by number three, then number one, and then number four. So did we all put four last? I, yes. yes I did. Yeah, so that's interesting because there's a consensus. We found several things like this in the last taste test. There were wildly different opinions on these things, but there were some stuff that all of us kind of agreed on. <laughs> so We all don't like all this. All right, to Adam, pull your microphone up there and tell us what was beer number one. Uh, yeah, just go ahead and pull that up there. What was beer number one? <laughs> you got to get your notes out, right? <laughs> beer number one was Lobot. Blue Labatt Blue. Labatt Blue. Labatt Blue. I grew up drinking Labatt's Blue. Labatt that's Blue. like a light. Upsta- that's a Canadian beer. Yes, but it is. Buffalo's right on the border between right. Canada so you, and So you get a lot US. of it up there. Yeah. And you can find this here in Texas. I was able to find that locally. Actually, I would love a six pack of actually, that. I, I bought some when I was out and then came back and found it here. So <laughs> I was like, oh, great. I didn't need to, didn't need to illegally ship that home. Uh, what was beer number two? I rated it number one. We felt like it was maybe the most. Um, Crafty, crafty yeah. of the of the. It was form. the darkest. It was Yingling Light. Yingling Light. Yingling. Okay, so so uh, for those who are not from uh, the uh, northeast or from like the New York Philadelphia area, Yingling is the oldest oldest brewery in the nation, and uh, they are extremely popular. You know, kind of the way that Shiner has been popular here. You mm-hmm. kind of like the the hip college beer. Only they're just they've been around forever. And Yangling Light is their um, is their lighter beer. And I'm not surprised now that I know that's what that is. Like that one actually makes sense. So uh, so Yangling uh, with a nod mm. towards Philly. What up, Philly? <laughs> um, uh, beer number three, Adam Miller Light. Miller Lite. Really? Now, wow. that's really interesting because Miller Lite was, uh, we have Miller Lite and Bud Lite making reappearances in this uh, right. in this from last time. And Miller Lite was, I think everybody picked it number one in the grouping that it was yeah. in. Yeah. I Even picked it number me. one here. So you picked it number one here? But and I picked it number three. So it's like, uh, I still But what's funny for like me it. is Miller Lite, you know, has a distinct taste at least i can pick up on it and i i guess maybe because we had other drinks beforehand but i couldn't pick up on it well that's what's interesting that happened to all of us last time i think as well is like i did not know when we hit the ones that you you like for example i would think i would have known coors light when we got to it last time and i didn't know until (laughs) until he said oh that was coors light okay you just think you under you know that sort of distinctive taste and i'm sorry let me make a correction here actually miller light was my number two beer so it's kind of like okay basically if i don't have labats then I'm going to pick Miller Lite. That's what it's coming out to so for me. So you, you liked Labatt's the best out of, this, yeah. out of this batch. All right, we all picked number four as our four out of four. Uh, Adam, what are we dealing with with beer number four? Sapporo Lite. Sapporo oh, okay. Lite. Very interesting. Okay. Sapporo Lite. Now, it's interesting because when I eat uh, sushi, I always have a tendency to buy uh, Japanese beers, and I usually buy the light ones if they're available. And I usually think, and maybe it's just because of the the cuisine, but I usually think, oh, I really love these. These beers are so like crisp and delicious. But we had Kirin Light in the last tasting, and Sapporo Light, in the la- and both of them did badly in the tasting when tasted with other beers. It's kind of an interesting, 
interesting thing to well, watch. Well, it makes sense because I'm a sake bomb girl, or at least I yep, was yep, when I would yep. go to a sushi restaurant. So it really didn't make much of a difference what kind of beer it was because we were dropping sake in it anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, here's what you guys are going to do. I want you to make some mental notes here because at the end of the show, I'm going to ask you to go back through all three segments and rate, rate and rank your top five. So, uh, oh, wow. so it might okay. be it might be something that was in this segment. It might not be anything that was in this segment, depending on you know how much you like things that are in the segments to come. But uh, we are about to take a quick break, and we'll be back with segment number two. It's light beer blind taste test 2.0, smoking and toasting number seventy two, uh, brought to you by B and B Butchers and Restaurant. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Smoking and Toasting Show number 72. We are brought to you by our friends and sponsors, and we do truly love these guys. B&B Butchers and Restaurant at 1814 Washington Ave in Houston and in the shops at Clear Fork and Fort Worth. And you mentioned they just took uh, the management of B&B just took over another uh, kind of Houston uh, Italian restaurant that's been around for a while. Yes, right? Carmelo's Italian Restaurant on yes. Memorial. And they have taken so that they've over. taken that over, and it's now open under their management. Yes. So. Delicious wow. food still. They still have that wonderful dessert cart. Oh, love it. All right. <laughs> love it. Well, these guys, they certainly know how to do appetizers. Mm-hmm. So I have, I've, I have to be honest, every time that I've been to B&B, I've not made it to dessert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, That's I've a gone, good sign. Yeah. I've gone, uh, you know, uh, maybe I'll just have a... a yeah, maybe I'll just have a little uh, a little whiskey. That'll be my decision. Well, when the drinks are so good and the food yeah. is so oh, good, man. you just I mean. Well, and, and their bar selection at B and B is just is just terrific. In fact, uh, their their bar is you can you can actually use this word and it isn't like hokey. Their bar selection is curated. It's not like a it's not just like thrown together. I mean, it's it's really kind of very carefully handcrafted. So that's our boy Jeremiah, by the way, who takes care of that. We uh, uh, we will have him back on the show here very soon as well. He would love being here doing this light beer taste test today. He would, <laughs> he would get a huge kick out of this, even though he's something of a beer snob. He'd, he'd enjoy this. He'd enjoy this very much. So a very interesting uh, last segment. We all uh, went slightly different areas, but all of us had the same number four, which was interesting. And all of us scored Miller Lite at least reasonably high, correct? Yes. <laughs> which is the same and, way it did And last like time. Maria was saying, it's not a beer I would normally buy. That's interesting. It came in number one on my list. Well, it's like, really I love the taste of it, but I just don't buy it. All right. Uh, let's start this segment, and we'll do this the same way. So here is beer number one. And I have to say, by the way, this may be the lightest color mm-hmm. of say, any yeah. beer. It just It's it's a very pale uh, straw yellow, and oh, I'm getting a little something, a little maybe a little lemony uh, uh Fragrance on the nose. Are you getting any of that? I was waiting to see what you were going to say because I, I almost found it fruity. Is this a Zima? Did somebody <laughs> bring a Zima in here? Do they still okay. make Zima? I was just about to say, if they still make that stuff, I'm going it to had shoot a whoever that is. It had a resurgence. Did it really? Yeah. Technically, it was a beer because it was a uh, it was a, uh, a, a malt beverage. Oh, wait. Let so. me use this word because God knows no one would bring this back from the 90s, but it was a malternative. A malternative. Oh, I like yes. that. Wow. When okay. you didn't want to drink beer, you drank Zima. Ladies and gentlemen this is maria todd this is why we have her on the show because nobody else would have brought that i know a bunch of stuff about nothing yeah uh so what do you think of beer number one here for this segment Okay. It's funny. I'm looking at the video. Actually, I like this, and I I almost yeah. want to guess what this is because I think I know what this is. Mm. I think this is something 
I actually drink. Well, actually, but I'm gonna d- wait. Don't say it now. I'm Let's not, get, I'm gonna, you I'm guess wait. it right before uh, Adam tells us. Uh, this to me now. It's interesting. I, I got the I got the lemony flavor because mm-hmm. that definitely comes through. Steve, your thoughts? Very citrus. Mm-hmm. Um, not a huge fan, but it it's kind of refreshing. But... I'm almost going lemon floor wax on this one. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm actually not not necessarily. Uh, it's kind of like now. Now we had this argument because in in the first uh, taste test it was Bud Light Lime, which mm-hmm. by the way is not in this uh, grouping. Really? So this See, that's not, what I thought. Because that's that what I was going to guess right. it was right. was so, Bud Light Lime. Yeah, so this is not Bud Light Lime. However, in the first uh, taste test that we did, when we had Bud Light Lime. I I kind of said the same thing. I said kind of like furniture polish, right? Uh, th- that sort of limiting furniture polish. That was Ian's number one pick for the whole thing, if you remember. Wow. Yes. And the thing he kept saying was at least it had flavor right that was like his sort of holy grail on the whole thing is he wanted something to have flavor this definitely has more flavor than anything we've tried so far i'm just not sure how much i like yeah. the, the flavor. flavor that they yeah. have yeah yeah so all right so that's number one let's move to number two here and this is another very light colored mm. um uh beer so you thought that that was bud light lime is that what you I thought did. i did that's what i thought yeah. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, all right, so now we move to beer number two. Almost exactly the same color as the one we just had. Maybe yeah. a little bit clearer. Uh, the first one might have been slightly hazier, but... Mm-hmm. Wow, very interesting. Now I'm going to have to reset my taste buds after <laughs> That's the... That's what uh, I'm doing. Seriously, because I'm going to have to take a second, uh, a second sip of this because... The first one was just almost like a recalibration after the... Um, the very uh, lemony, limey uh, tasting uh, first beer that we had. This now, is, this really tastes like beer. Mm-hmm. That's like a good it's point. It's got a big got beer a, flavor. It's got mm-hmm. a beer flavor to it. You're you're absolutely right. You know, it's very straightforward. I have to say, I kind of like it. I do like that too. I kind of like it. Very straightforward, but not a. Uh, hmm. It's got a little heaviness, but not too much to me. It doesn't have a lot of flavor, though. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's coming after the uh, The floor uh, wax. The the lemon floor wax. (laughs) uh, That I'm I'm, uh, feeling that way about it. But very, very interesting. Okay. Mm. And that tastes familiar, too. Okay. So I did this one. We we use very small cups, for those of you not watching. Yes. Um, And the small cups were filled about halfway. So... It was about three swallows, basically. Yeah, basically we're taking a shot of beer. My first swallow, it just I just had to reset my taste buds. Yeah. Second swallow, I was like, okay, I kind of like this. Third swallow, I wasn't as enthusiastic. I don't know if that, I don't know if it struck you guys that way at all or not. So I, that one's a real mixed bag for me. Part of this, I wonder, because we are taking small amounts of beer. Mm-hmm. That some things that you like in a small amount, would you like them as much if it was 12 ounces of it? It's well, it's a very good thing. And some stuff you might like more if you were actually drinking it because you were thirsty. You know what I mean? On yeah. a, right. On a hot summer day. I know we brought up Zima. It's like if I have a sip or two of Zima, it's like, oh, that's that's nice. But I wouldn't want to drink like two or three of them. Right. No. Yeah, it, and it'd you make definitely you wouldn't want it warm. Yeah, and by the way, when you drink that stuff, you have to pee like crazy. I don't know what it is about Zima. I mean, beer is bad enough, right, for sending you to the restaurant? I was going to say, restaurant. you don't buy beer, you rent it. Right. Yeah. So. But Zima's even even more so. So, All right, so we, that's number one. And two here is beer number three for our uh, segment three of the show. This mm. one's a little darker. Hmm. Hmm. Smells kind of musty. A I don't know. A little musty, but... Mm, 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 mm. Hmm. 
fascinating. So Steve's not liking this no. one at yeah. all. No. I-, I can tell by that sound. I know what that is. Woo. Maria, your thoughts? Not not a favorite. <laughs> I kind of like it. That's a cruise beer. That's, that is like such it. a cruise beer. I kind of like it. I've <laughs> known the man for a long time. That's a cruise beer. <laughs> Steve and I have been drinking on more than one yeah. occasion. So apparently, All I right. missed these excursions. Uh, yeah. Well, you're you're now officially invited to everyone. I, so, I don't know uh, that I want to come. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here is our. Uh, beer final four. beer for this segment as we see how these do these are these are really fun shows to do I have to say and uh, although I uh, I do miss uh, Ian it is uh, wonderful of you guys to be on the show and thank you so all right not getting much on the aroma on this one this is beer number four Mm-mm. hmm maybe it's just because it feels really cold but that something about that I like I, well, I definitely bought, like this one better than three. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Okay. Um, it's fairly straightforward, but I kind of like it. I dig it. Yeah, you dig it. And yeah. you liked it too, Maria. Yeah. All right. So there are four. We'll put them in order now of uh, of favorite. And are you already done, Maria? I'm I'm. I'm not drinking all of all the beer. I'm, the ones I like. I'm downing them all, and then the sure. ones that I'm just tasting. I'm I'm trying to pace myself because I know we got tequila to taste too. That's right. So tell me it's what marathon, you thought. Not a sprint. What, what is your uh, What is your ranking? What was number one for you? Okay, y'all are gonna hate me. Don't throw cups at me. But uh, number uh, one, yeah. is my number one. The fruity one. Oh, that was the I one, like that. The lemony one. Okay, I like, very good. I like that, that one. That was your number one. What's number two? My number two is number four, actually. The one we just tried. The one that we just tried. Yeah. I think we all kind of like that one. Steve, uh, uh, and then go after ahead that and three is two and, and three. Two and three. The one that you, both you and Steve didn't like. That was that'd be your last one. Yeah. Okay, Steve. I went number four as my favorite. The mm-hmm. one we just had, and then mm-hmm. uh, went two. The number one, and of course, you saw my face. Number three was <laughs> my, my least favorite. Yes, the one. bitter beer face. Yeah, How that can was we not good. Uh, well, I'm probably not going to surprise you guys, but number three, beer of number course. three, was my number one choice. Uh, my number two was that last one. Yeah, number, number four. I liked that. Hey. Uh, and then number two was third for me, and the uh, the uh, furniture polish. Uh, <laughs> the floor, one that was my polish. number one. <laughs> uh, that that was that was my number four. So now this is going to be really interesting. Uh, Adam, the one that was Maria's first choice, my last choice, and where did you rank it, Steve? Which one was that? Number, uh, n- one beer number one? Citrusy. Uh, it came in third for me. So so Maria picked it number one, I picked it number four, Steve picked it number three. That was? Michelob Ultra Lime. Michelob Ultra Oh, okay. Lime. There was some lime in there. Okay. 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 Well, uh, here's something really interesting. Michelob Ultra did way better I in like, the first taste test I like than we expected Ultra. it to. I've never had the lime, though. My thought was I that when it made. came when it came time to sample Michelob Ultra in that first taste test, that I would know that's what it was because it would be, you know, the wateriest mm-hmm. of all. Right. And, and actually, we all gave it a reasonably good score. Mm-hmm. So that's Michelob Ultra Lime. Well, I know what uh, we're having at your house for. Uh, yeah, uh, for, uh, for you got to break BYO because you're not going <laughs> to like what I already have. Uh, beer number two, I ranked it third. Where did you rank it, uh, Maria? 
Uh, beer number two was third for was me, third? too. Second for and me. second for Steve, and beer number two was? This got me in a lot of trouble in my uh, senior year. It's a uh, Bud Light Platinum. Bud Light, <laughs> Light Platinum. Platinum. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Interesting. Okay. Um, beer number three. This was uh, my favorite and Maria's least favorite, and Steve, I think, rated it third out of four, right? No, fourth. Oh, fourth out of yeah, four. So you guys hated it. I loved it. Uh, it was... Tecate Light. Tecate Light. I like Tecate wow. Light. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> not as much as you think you do, Steve. Apparently huh? not. Apparently not. Maybe beer- I need some, some lime in there, but I and, don't really like it. And beer number four, we all kind of liked. Budweiser Select. Bud Select. You know, that's a, a more and more difficult beer to find. Budweiser came out with it. It's it's a 99-calorie. I think it's fairly low-carb, so it is a light beer, but it didn't do that well, and it becomes harder and harder to find, Bud Select. So that was my number two. Uh, and, wow, very, very interesting. Here's my All suggestion right. to Bud. Repackage and rename that. Right, right. <laughs> Call it Bud Light because it's better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We are uh, going to take a quick break. We'll be back with our final beer tasting segment. Oh, and then God. in our last segment, we will uh, we'll put it all together and rank them uh, one through five for each of our uh, celebrity judges here. You're listening to Smoking and Toasting. Thank God this is the last segment of beer tasting. I started to not be able to feel my feet. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our fourth segment of <laughs> Smoking and toasting. Maria was just mentioning, thank yeah. God this is the last segment of beer tasting. Well, that's that's all well and good until you realize that in the final segment after the beer tasting is done, we will be tasting the tequila. So, You know, you might as well just call that some block and fall. I'm just going to walk a block and fall. That's all that's going to happen. So very interesting segment last time. Last time the beers were a bit polarized, but it's worth pointing out that Bud Select which is not a very popular light beer. In fact, it's actually a little hard to find. Budweiser released it with much fanfare. It's 99 calories a uh, uh, beer. It's been out for maybe 10 years, 12 years. Uh, but Bud Select was uh, one One of us ranked it number one. The other I did. two ranked Steve ranked it number yeah. one. Maria and I both ranked it number two. Yeah. I've never had segment. it. I've never so. bought it, but that's going to be on and my like list. And like you, I'm, I've never had it, never bought it, never went to somebody's house where they were serving it. Yeah. It's None just that. not that popular a beer, huh. but, uh, but it's, you know... It did, it did. That's kind of what Miller Lite did last time. Remember, it was like, it was like, it did really, it did reasonably well on everybody's uh, yes. list, and then I think it got one uh, number one. So, all right. So we're, next beer. We're we're on to the next beer. Can you believe it? <coughs> I love this. This is like being at a really good party with not as good of beer as usual. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but here we are. This is uh, this is our next segment. We will have our final four beers now. So this is beer number one for segment number four. And have you already tasted, uh-uh. Steve? Mm-mm. Okay. Oh, this tastes familiar. I think I know this taste. I think I've had this before, too. Mm-hmm. But do you like it? That's the question. I'm not crazy about it. I'm not crazy about it. Mm. I will say it's nice and cold, and that helps it a lot. But that I find to be true with most lighter beers. 
like the colder they are. Like if you're drinking, like you're like nobody really likes Natty Light, right? No. But if somebody serves it to you, if it's ice cold, you can kind of down it. You know, that's because I mean? you don't know it's Natty Light. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's the way it can be on the taste test. What do you think, Maria, of beer number one? Oh no, I. This is a hard one for me because. It looks fine to me. It smells great, but when I taste it, it's—I it, don't know—it's like it disappears little, on me. A little disappointing in the in the taste category. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's just not. It doesn't taste like I thought it would. I guess is what it, I to me, to it's fabulously mediocre. Fabulous. Me- <laughs> it's just kind of like <laughs> eh, wildly average. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's all the right. meh of beers. All right. yeah. We all thought it was. A, <laughs> it's the meh of beers. That's good. That that could be a shirt. I like that. I like that very much. All right, now we're on to beer number two. Mm. Now, this one's got a little uh, aroma to the nose. I think it's mm. lighter than anything we've had, too. It's very light. Yeah, but it's oh, got a little sharp, a little sharper bite taste. To it. Yeah, yeah, a little, little bite to it, yes. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine, like, if I had a 12-ounce of this, is this something I would enjoy putting... The whole thing down, you know? Mm-hmm. Or would I go, eh? I think I need a burger to find out. <laughs> <laughs> we should totally have done this episode with food trucks. We that, would have. Have been, that would have been the thing to do. I kind of uh, like this. Mm. You? I, I, I would drink this. This is one of the most interesting, and I, when I say interesting, I mean kind of like in a curious sort of way. Like, I'm really curious what this one yeah. is. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. okay, so that was beer number two, and uh, mm. again helped by the cold. I'm not sure if I'd like or dislike that that finish. I think I like it. I, I think it's just I think it's the temperature. I think if we had that beer and it sat out for a little while, and then you had to take a sip of it, you wouldn't like it as much. Boy, I would really love a an IPA about now. I just want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> want to clear your palate of all this yes, stuff? Yes. Yes. All right, here we go. Beer number three. Um, hmm, it does have a little bit of an aroma. The last two have been this have had a detectable of, aroma. Yeah, this reeks this of both. this reeks of cruise beer. I could. Hmm. <laughs> Fascinating. What is this? Hmm. I am very curious about this beer. <laughs> Adam is who's the only one he's who knows laughing what these over are. there. He's laughing over there, so this yeah. must be good. Uh, all right, uh, very interesting. Steve, your thoughts? No, thank you. No, and Maria? Uh uh-uh. uh. A little skunky no. for my taste. I'm like, I need the tequila now to clear my palate. <laughs> Do you guys have any like left? Do you want to pour it back in mine? You can have mine. I oh, loved it. I thought here, it was. Yeah, I, be my I, guest. I'm actually joking, but uh, <laughs> but but no, I I found that that had some flavor to it. If if Ian were it here, it definitely he had flavor. It has flavor, you know. Um, wow, I'm going to be real curious to see what that is. It had a very big bouquet. It's like you definitely you. And I have a smell. feeling. So I have a feeling that this will be much like the. Uh, Tecate Light was in the last segment. It'll be my number one, and you guys. I uh, can't get over that. Tecate Light? I would not even think that that's how it tasted. Yeah. I oh, never no. get I, that, but I wouldn't think I that's I recently the way it had a Tecate Light, and not, granted, I had some lime in it, but it did not taste like that at all. That's very interesting. You're right. I would not have picked it as Tecate Light. No. All right. This, ladies and gentlemen, is our final beer. Okay. This is beer number four of segment number four, and. I don't get anything on the nose. 
And I don't get anything on the drink either. Uh, that's, just, <laughs> that's just me. Uh, this one is a refreshing beverage, but I'm not picking up a lot of flavor. Your thoughts? I would tend to agree. Steve? It's like if, if you're out playing golf, you'd want a couple of these. But it, it's you're right, though. There's not a lot this of... This is like beer for people that love drinking water. <laughs> so... So this is what I would have in our in our last uh, light beer blind taste test when we had Michelob Ultra. That's what I would have guessed would have been Michelob yes. Ultra, right? Mm-hmm. It's just just not as full flavored. Michelob Ultra actually did fairly well in that last uh, yeah. Tasting well, it had a did, taste. So. This is like I don't know. <clears throat> well, it, it has no kind of beer taste to me. All right, so guys, we're gonna have to rank these now. Um, wow. Okay. Trying to remember the the first one. What was it? What was the first one like? It was well, fabulously medi- fabulous, mediocre. That's yeah. right. That's right. Okay, you're right. You're totally right. Uh, okay, I think I've got my rankings. Uh, let's start with you, Maria. Okay. Out of out of those four, out of those what four, did you like the best? Beer number two was my favorite. That's my number favorite? one. Okay, and, and then? then after that is like beer one, three, and four, just in that order. But mm-hmm. I didn't really like any of those beers. And four. Interesting. Steve. I also went with uh, number two as my first, mm-hmm. and then I went four, one, three. Four, one, three. All right. Exactly the opposite of me. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, I was the opposite of everybody because I went with beer number three as my number one. Okay. Uh, uh, but then, interestingly enough, my number two was beer number two, which I think you both picked as either that's one of my favorite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both of you had number one or number two. So, uh, so two number ones and a two. That's a pretty. That's a pretty big thing. Um, so I went with that. Number two is my second. Number four was my third, and number one was my fourth. Mm-hmm. So that was the one that was wildly average. Uh, it wasn't a bad beer. Just didn't do uh, too much for me. So let's start with the name of that one. Adam Andrus, the producer of the show and pourer of the beers today. What was number one? Lone Star Light. Lone oh, Star Light. Nice. Now, that's interesting because I've been known to down a few Lone Star Lights. Yes. So it's interesting that that Especially was when it's four. just very cold. Tooth cracking cold. Tooth cracking cold. Crackin cold. I like it. I like it. That works for me. Beer number two was one of the higher scoring beers yes. so far on this, uh, on this journey because uh, I picked it as number two. Both Steve and Maria picked it as number one, and that beer was? X Light. X light, what which is, is X light is from Amstel light, but it's not an Amstel light. Uh, bring out the bottle and let's take a look at it. I've X-Lite. seen billboards for this, and I actually finally found it to buy it. I'd never tasted it before today, uh, but I'm showing that to the camera. If you, uh, that's very interesting because you can see it's from the Amstel. Yeah, it says company. Amstel beer. Wow! <laughs> and I didn't know that Amstel needed another light <clears throat> beer because Amstel Light's pretty popular. Yeah. Although Amstel Light is a much more full flavored sort of light beer, but this is uh, so maybe they wanted a lighter light. Never had it. But yeah. I will be buying some on the way X, home. Well, that is good. X I got light. the commercial. X How marks the spot. There you go. <laughs> okay. uh, there they, you ha- go. they haven't done much to, to advertise this, but I have seen a billboard. Actually, there used to be a billboard on 45 coming back towards downtown from the airport mm-hmm. for X Light Beer. And I remember thinking, I have, I've never seen that anywhere. And I finally found some actually at Specs uh, and was able to pick it up uh, for the show today. So wow. fascinating. That actually is uh, 
we all kind of like that. So beer number three was my number one pick. Both of you guys picked it, I believe, as number four. Or no, you you said number three, right? No, I said number four. Number four, yeah. and you, Maria? It was number three for me. So one, three, and four, and that was the uh, fuller-flavored beer, I guess. Adam, what are we dealing with? It's uh, from Omissions Brewing Company called oh. Ultimate Light. Yes. Okay, so let's see the bottle on this one because I want to talk about this one for a minute. I didn't mention this, but this is the only beer we've had uh, on the show, actually, I think, since the show started, that, to my knowledge, is gluten-free. It is. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's why I hated it. Yeah, it I need my gluten. Some, yeah, you need extra gluten, Steve. Uh, <laughs> no, this was uh, the Omission Brewing Company. That's hence the name, Omission. Yes. They are a gluten-free beer company. That's kind of wow. their thing. Uh, they brew beers for people who are supposed to be taking gluten out of their diet. So they have several different kinds of, of beer, but this one is their ultimate light golden ale and it's their lower calorie ale so there you go the omission brewing company ultimate light that was my number one uh number three for maria and number four for steve mm. really he really missed the gluten uh finally beer number four uh, i think i ranked it third what did you rank it steve two two and maria uh, I ranked it four. You ranked it four. Okay, so a two, three, and a four. Beer number four was Bud Light. Bud, I Light. knew it. I Maria. knew it. <laughs> Maria, this is so interesting because you're again. I your always order beer. the you, Bud Light. You just you've dissed it now in two. And blind you ranked tasters. it last. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's I did. I said it was beer for, for people to drink water. <laughs> well, that's really interesting because we we sort of felt like. <laughs> that this was a um, that this was a Michelob Ultra sort of uh, uh, taste mm -hmm. to this uh, to this beer. So okay, fascinating. We are going to regroup. We will each put our top five together out of everything that we've tasted, and then we will do a little tequila tasting coming up in our final segment. You are listening to Smoking and Toasting, show number seventy-two, brought to you by B and B Butchers and Restaurant. <laughs> On the beach in Hawaii. And we're back at Smoking and Toasting. It's show number 72, our final uh, segment here. Uh, I want to thank my special guests today who have been such uh, such wonderful sports for the Light Beer Blind Taste Test 2.0, the lovely and always charming Maria Todd. Thank you so much for having me. And, uh, of course, Mr. Steve Robinson. Steve, thank you for being oh, here. Oh, man, this you get the phone call. You get to drink beer during the day. You know? Wait, wait, you want me to come and drink beer and I got to buy it? Oh, yeah, yeah I'm already there. Uh, see, I'm, I'm all over there. <laughs> He's like, he's like, can you do me a favor? Can you please? I say, hell yes. No, you're doing me a favor. Let's put it this way. Any favors that involve drinking, we're here for you. Well, that's. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that you guys have this kind of loyalty, and I appreciate <laughs> yes, it. Yes, absolutely. I appreciate it very much. Uh, Ian uh, has been on assignment. He will be back next week, so we're excited about uh, about yes. getting Ian back on the show because it's, uh, it's, uh, it's not the same without him. I love you guys, but it's not the same uh, without, without Ian. So uh, we have been tasting light beers, and we're going to get to our results, our individual results for what we like the best. But first, we have uh, poured a little tequila, and Steve's going to abstain from the tequila, and that's okay because everybody gets to abstain from one thing. So, uh, however, Maria and I are going to be sampling this. Uh, this is Pepe Zavada's Z Añejo tequila. Uh, Zavada tequila or Z tequila is based in Austin, Texas, but produced in the highlands of Jalisco. Uh, this tequila was the winner 
of the 2012 gold medal at the uh, 2012 San Francisco World Spirits Competition. It's aged for 24 months in oak barrels, and it is surprisingly inexpensive. Uh, this was not a $30 bottle. Uh, and for Añejo, that's very say. reasonable. Using Añejo, you're talking 40 or 50 and I think this was just under 30 as I recall. So, uh, so it's going to be very, very interesting. I have tried their extra Añejo, and it's a fabulous tequila. It is more expensive. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Have you already taken a sip I've of already taken it. Oh, oh, I was supposed to sip it? <laughs> <laughs> Get a ball. <laughs> Give me your. I've had a, and I just snorted. Yeah. I had a slurp of it. A slurp. And, yes. Uh, uh, what were your thoughts on this? It's a really easy sipping tequila. Smooth. Like if, if you like to drink tequila, because some people it's not they can't take the bite, but right. I like tequila, and I think it's a really good sipping tequila. Like it you is. can actually put it in a glass and have it mm -hmm. neat, or put an ice cube in there. Right. Right. And it's really good. I wouldn't mix this in a margarita. Mm. I think you kind of be wasting it to put it in a margarita. Now, they do have a, uh, a Blanco and a Reposado as well. And I'm betting that those might be great for margaritas. Yeah. But, but this, this one, really, no, it's too good to go in a margarita. This really is more of a sipping tequila. I'm picking up notes of um, uh, definitely the vanilla that you would expect mm. from the oak barrel aging. But maybe even some, like almost like maple. Yeah, I even uh, got a little tobacco-y kind of mm -hmm. flavor, too. Mm -hmm. A smokiness. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, thank I you. Know, I know what you're talking about. That is uh, that is really quite good. And again, for the price, I mean, th this wouldn't surprise me. If you told me you were pouring this out of a $75 bottle of tequila, it wouldn't surprise me at all for this. So what I think we found is a value leader here uh, yes. in, in the uh, Pepe Zavada. Now, this is the Z Añejo Tequila, and I will show this to yeah, show the, label. the camera, hopefully without dropping it. I haven't been doing a light beer blind taste test. No, not me. Uh, so, uh, but it's it's actually quite good, and I think it's uh, available all over Texas for sure, and I'm not sure beyond uh, the state of Texas whether they've established you know any more distribution or not. But Getting uh, a plug-in for myself. Speaking for Specs Radio, I bet you can find some at Specs. I bet you can. That's where I bought this bottle, as a matter of fact. So. <laughs> and you guys know better than I, but from a value standpoint, is that, yes. a, is that a... I mean, fantastic yeah. for the price. Okay. Fantastic for the price. So you would say on like if we use the price to quality scale that we use for cigars, you would put this. I don't know, at maybe a seven or a seven and a half on that scale because a five means you get exactly what you pay for. Right. Right. So if you're if you're even coming in at a five and a half or a six, that means you're getting more than what you paid for. Right. And and so I would I would definitely put this in in the seven range. It's not my favorite tequila I've ever had. But my favorite tequila I've ever had is substantially more expensive than right. that. Right. So it's a uh, it's a pretty pretty interesting uh, pretty interesting comparison. I think it's a good sipping tequila, and it's like they don't get caught up in the because I think it's a big thing with tequilas the bottle shapes. Yeah. How they have them shaped like all these different things, and I'm not going to go into all the different things. You can buy a tequila bottle shape like. <laughs> well, I don't know where you're shopping, but uh, <laughs> I'll tell you about it off the air. Anyway. <laughs> This the, the erotic, kind of, erotic cabaret sells, yes, I, uh, sells tequila now. I didn't. I think this. you've seen some of those bottles. Anyway, <laughs> I think this is a good for the price, like you said, yeah. and then also like if you just want a tequila that you're going to sit around and drink, maybe with a good friend, this is a good tequila for that. Where you're not trying to impress anybody by, like, ooh, look at the bottle shape. No, just 
drink the tequila. All right, guys, let's take a look at our light beer uh, ranking. So this is the way we did the taste test. We did three segments with four beers each, all blind taste tests. We ranked them based, you know, one through four on right. each one uh, before we knew what they were. Then we found out what they were. And now that we know, we're going back and picking our top five out of the entire tasting. And so, Maria, if you'll start, start with number five and count us down to number one. For This is your taste now. This is what, right. what you like the best out of the entire sampling. And it was 12 tequilas. So even number five did pretty good out of 12. Okay. I'm sorry, not 12 tequilas, 12, 12 light beers. I think so, I've had too much tequila. Wait, you want me to go through the top four, right? You top five. Oh, my top five, okay. Yeah, yes. So my top five go, are... Go five to one. Gotcha. Number five, I, I'm i embarrassed to say, but Miller Lite. Miller Lite, well, we was on your list it last time. It is in my top five again, and, and my Bud Light did not make it, so you know what? This year, I'm not drinking Bud Light. That's <laughs> your, it. Your brother is, is going to be happy. My brother and I are both going to drink Miller Lite, because apparently we both like it. This has converted you. So so this is very interesting, because um, these these rankings, they're the only two beers that we repeated were Bud Light and Miller Lite mm-hmm. that were in the last taste test. Those were our, our sort of, they call that control when you do an experiment. So that made me feel very scientific about our <laughs> beer tasting. Uh, As it should be. So that's your number five. What's number okay, four? Okay, number four is the X-Lite. The X-Lite, yes. Okay, the one from Amstel Light that I uh-huh. didn't even know existed, but yeah, that was number <laughs> number four. Okay. I'm discovering beers at this taste test. Number three, the Bud Select, which I'm going to have to go look for because mm-hmm. I like that better than Bud Light because it did not show up in any of my stuff. Number two, the Michelob Ultra Light Lime. Interesting. Oh, that I was didn't that. know they made a lime beer. I didn't that either. Was, that was that first one from segment three. Yeah. That was the one that I I really like that. Yeah, wow. The one that you thought was... You know, floor wax, but yep. mm-hmm. and my number one, number one. I, I'm just gonna go with this, and this is because I don't know, old time sake, but the Labatt's. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I just, you know, oh, sound if, effect. If Ian were here, he would totally have uh, done the sound effect button. So. Dun, dun. Number one. And, oh, the drum roll. And number one is gonna be the Labatt's Blue Light. The Labatt's Blue wow. Light, fascinating. Because okay. that probably was the first light beer I ever drank. Okay, but haven't but, had it. In but forever. it really was your favorite flavor-wise out of yeah, all of I these. Yeah, I really liked it. it. Was light. It was refreshing. Mm-hmm. Did I, it I'm take not... you back to Buffalo? No, thank God. Because if it had, it wouldn't even be on the list. <laughs> but it was light and refreshing, and that's why I wanted a beer. Like if you know, because I always think about drinking beer in hot weather. Yeah. So I wanted to be ice cold, light, refreshing, mm-hmm. and I can be able to drink a bunch of them. All right. That's that's a uh, that's a good list, Maria. I like All right. it. Steve, let's uh, go with you. Start at number five. All right, number five. I went with the Bud Light Platinum. Oh, really? Ooh. That's very interesting. That was the one with the the. Uh, it's more of a malt beverage, yeah. Right? But it had a little kick to it. A beer, yes. Yeah, so and the that one, one that got our our, our producer in trouble. Yes. yes. <laughs> number four, uh, kind of close to you, Miller Lite. Miller Came in Lite. at number four. How does wow. Miller keep But I never buy it. But I, I know. Mean, How does it keep break, rearing its ugly head? We all <laughs> like it, but we never buy it. Number three, I went with the uh, Labatt's. Okay. Oh, very interesting. That was the very first beer we tasted yes. in the tasting case. Yes. Number two, uh-huh. the uh, elusive Budweiser Select. Budweiser Bud Select. Select. I'm yeah. going to go find right. that. And Steve Robison, yes. number one. Oh. The X Light was my favorite. Wow! From How Amstel, never heard of this beer in my life, but damn fine. Wow. Damn wow. fine. That's really, really interesting. I hope it's not too pricey. I was gonna say, I hope it's really cheap. <laughs> then we'll both be drinking lots of that. Uh, that's great. Come to my house, you know what you're getting. That's great. All right. 
Uh, well, here's my five. Uh, and by the way, I will say that had I been able to do a six, Miller Lite would have made my list as well. Okay. Uh, but it did not make the list because my number five was uh, Bud Select. Okay. Wow. Bud yeah. Select was my number five. At number four, I picked Tecate Light. Wow. Which I uh, mm. uh, you know, know you guys were not crazy about. Yeah, but, that's uh, more of a cruise beer. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> number three was uh, the ever-popular uh, X-Lite. Yes. Uh, that, that made both of your lists, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that was my number three. Uh, number two was the Omission. The gluten-free. gluten-free Ultimate mm. Light. Yes, I thought that was a very tasty little number. And my uh, number one for uh, for my number one favorite light beer from this tasting, number one was Yangling Light for ah. me. All right. Yeah, yeah, so the fake Asian so, beer. The fake Asian beer. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. That was that was three very interesting and different lists. Now let's talk about what the commonalities were. All three of us chose the X Light as one of our top five. Mm-hmm. Yes. Was there anything else? I said Miller would have been. And the Bud Select. Bud Select. The Bud Select made all three lists. Mm-hmm. Wow. Very interesting. And I'd said if I'd gotten a sixth, it would have been Miller Light. So that almost. And I had Miller Light on mine. Miller Light too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oddly enough, you guys didn't choose the gluten-free or the yangling for either of your lists. No. We'll leave that for you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about my health cruise, so the, the whole gluten-free thing. <laughs> well, I, I have a feeling if I was really that concerned about health, I wouldn't have just done a 12-light yeah. beer uh, tasting. Yeah. So, and topped uh, it with the so tequila. Maybe that, uh, yeah. but, but hey, they were small. They were small sips, so moderation, right? That's right. Absolutely. Moderation. 12 beers in teeny glasses. Well, you guys have been such wonderful guests for the show. Thank you very much. Can for we being please here. come back and do this again? Can you? Absolutely. You're welcome anytime. This was yes. awesome. We'll this was a lot of fun. So, yeah. so, yes, absolutely. Well, I want to thank you for uh, being here and for doing this, and uh, thanks to uh, Adam on the Wheels of Steel for, uh, for making the show happen. We are uh, very excited about some of the things that we have uh, coming. We're lining up some really awesome interviews if you haven't already listened by the way go back on either youtube or on um uh on uh, the apple uh, podcast uh, section of itunes or back in uh, uh the google play uh store for android uh go back and check out our show with rocky patel it was show number of I don't remember which one it was now. It's about three or four shows ago. So go back and listen to that. We interviewed him when we were in Vegas, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, we just enjoyed doing the show so much. And uh, uh, to my buddy Ian, looking forward to next week. And uh, to the rest of you, thank you very much for being a part of Light Beer Taste Test number two. Woo-hoo. And as we like to say when we end the show, cheers. Cheers. Absolutely. I love how Steve grabbed I'm the taking bottle. the whole rest of this bottle. <laughs>